When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Justin, and joining me as always is Armando. We're going to talk about the All-Star game, sort of. We're going to talk about our surprise teams, really. And we're going to lead it off by talking about Jose Reyes, which is a topic that I'm very conflicted upon. But before we get into all that, Armando, how are you? Great, man. Great. Good to be talking uh, baseball, All-Star break. And, and, uh, you know, the Dodgers aren't you know, first place, but they're they're playing good baseball, and that's all I can really ask for. There's been some surprises, good and bad, and we're going to get into all of that. But first, man, uh, let's touch on your boy Jose Reyes and how, you know, the Mets are giving him his old number back and, you know, basically giving him whatever he wants. Yeah, so the the number is the one that I, that, that I was trying to figure out. It turns out he gave Travis Darno a Rolex for it. Well, I mean... Okay. So that that so that one um that one I'm not even gonna touch because you know what that one's the old thing of I was here for a long time I'll give you something for your number and he gave him a Rolex and Rolexes are pretty nice watches so I can understand Darno giving up his number and the one weird thing now is this is Travis Darno's third number third separate number in three years as a major leaguer. Well, he's gonna go for the fourth next year. I can I can I can feel it already. I mean, he's worn fifteen, seven, eighteen. So I feel like he just needs to add them all together. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Like, oh, wait, no, you know what? He can't. It's 42. That's that's retired by all of Major League Baseball. He can't do it. There you go. We've got to bend okay. the rules for this one. We have to. Figure yeah, it out, MLB. Yeah. Figure it out, MLB. Travis Darno gets the Jackie Robinson exception. <laughs> well, well, let's, I mean, let, let's the talk last... about the Reyes situation, though, bro. Let's talk about it. You know, uh... It's been negative, his, you know, his press off the field. For those that don't know, it's a domestic violence situation. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he was released by the Rockies and, 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 and so on and so forth. And now he's here in New York again, uh, being kind of a utility player, but really getting a lot of publicity and then 
I don't know, praise kind of, it seems. Maybe not in New York. I don't know how the media is there. I don't know how the stadium reaction has been since you've been there since. Uh, but uh, I think across the, 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 the you know, on, on the TV and, and what I get on this end of the, of the, the country, it, it's pretty, you know, positive, it's neutral or swept under the rug for the most part. Uh, it's weird. It's and where I said, you know, earlier, I'm conflicted about it. It's because I'm incredibly conflicted about it. Um, just to give everybody a little bit more background than just, you know, simply it's a domestic violence thing. Reyes was arrested in Maui in the summer on a trip with his wife, or it actually was in the winter on a trip with his wife during the off season. He, um, had apparently, they apparently had an argument that escalated, uh, extremely out of, out of control. And Reyes apparently picked her up by her neck and threw her into a glass door, uh, which is to me entirely and totally reprehensible. Um, I, 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 Short of basically rape, rape, murder, rape and murder, I consider pedophilia and domestic violence to be the the worst possible things. And, uh, you know, Reyes was suspended for 50 games by Major League Baseball. Charges were dropped in the case by his wife. Um, I don't take that by any means to say, well, you know, let's listen to her side of the story. Maybe he didn't do something because often in domestic violence cases, the, the you know, between a, of a man to a woman woman doesn't necessarily leave. There's a lot of reasons for it. Oh, this, the simplest one that a lot of people go for is, well, he's, she's dependent on him for money. But before any, I'm going to squash that notion. I'm, I think that that one and anybody who brings that up, it, it really needs to look in a mirror because that's really often not the case. Uh, so Reyes released by the Rockies the second he was uh, eligible to go uh, to major league baseball after his rehab stint because they have Trevor story. So they don't have a need for him. And the thing is he had looked last year, like he had really just declined as a baseball player. He looked like he had nothing to offer, but the Mets went out and signed him for the major league minimum. Colorado owes him 39 million over the next four years. The Mets have signed him for the major league minimum and have an option to pay him the major league minimum next year, which uh, if he can play a little bit, I'd imagine they'll exercise. So, how do I, the reason I say I can feel conflicted is I've just, I've detailed to you guys exactly how I feel about domestic violence, which is I'm thoroughly disgusted by it, but I'm conflicted because I also believe every person deserves a second chance. And if there is going to be anybody to give Jose Reyes a second chance, it's going to be the New York Mets organization because of the fact that he signed with the Mets as an international free agent at the age of 16. He's 33 now. So for most of his adult life, the Mets have been all he knew, all he knows. He left the Mets in 2011. He's back in 2016. So outside five years of his adult life, he's, he's been a New York Met and he keeps his home in the New York area. So it's, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's those conflicting emotions. Uh, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, Armando, how do you think you'd react to it? If, if that was the case for you? Well, I mean, I feel, I feel about the situation the same way you do in regards to it's deplorable and something that uh, I just don't have any tolerance for per se. But I think for me it's it's uh, it's something that um, I don't know. As a baseball organization, I can understand it because, like you said, the Mets uh, kind of raised uh, Jose Reyes, and I can understand why they do have an affinity towards him and vice versa, and why they would look out for him in the long term. Uh, the Mets have done this before with Doc Gooden, uh, Daryl Strawberry. They kind of take care of their own, so I can see that. Even when they're in tough situations, I can see that. So I think actually that's something that uh, um, is commendable by the Mets. I do see that often in their regard, and it's something that's you know not too many teams or too many organizations really do. 
do. And in this, this seems really no different of the case. I think it's really uh, an exception uh, and, and something that, you know, has an asterisk to it. For me, uh, I usually... I would say there's no place for it all, and I. But I understand the business end of it, and I understand, you know, the human element as well. So I, I kind of feel the way you do. Uh, you know, I, I'm not as attached to the situation obviously as you are per se, but I do understand uh, the mixed emotion there and how you can uh, see both sides of the coin. I guess. Yeah. Now going to how he's actually been received. I went to the games on both Wednesday afternoon and Thursday night. Wednesday afternoon against the Marlins. Which was, you know, it's daytime summer matinee games don't fill, don't fill up. So while he got some cheers, it was very difficult to kind of, you know, pick up as to how how really he was being received. Because, yeah, I mean, I guess they announced thirty thousand was the attendance. It's a stadium that fits forty five thousand and thirty thousand. I doubt, I think was the ticket sales. I doubt. I, I'll be shocked if there were that many in there. Um, you know, he hit two doubles and scored. You know, hit two doubles, scored twice. He, you know, that was, it's, that seemed to come off really well for him. Like, you know, he was getting cheered for what he was doing on the field. And listen, I, you know, when he hit both those doubles, I did clap the doubles, but I'm not cheering him when he comes up for his at bats. Uh, there used to be, Met fans used to chant Ole, 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 but replace it with Jose, 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 Jose. Because Jose Reyes was, you know, he was one of the most exciting players I've ever seen in a Mets team, or probably the most exciting player I've ever seen in the Mets. But, He's uh, I feel like the I feel like I can root for his single his accomplishments on the field without rooting for him as a without rooting for him or or wanting to validate his behavior. Now Thursday night against the Nats, you know division game before before a weekend, that game was packed and Reyes homered in that game and uh, in what was a, a you know one of the better regular season games I've ever been to by the way. But Reyes homered and you know. It was very obvious to me that Reyes is getting a hero's welcome from Met fans, which I really can't get behind. I can't. He's not a guy who deserves it right now. He's not a hero. No, not by any stretch of the imagination. I can understand, you know, like you said, there being a lukewarm reception, but to totally just sweep it under the rug is also not uh, the right move, I don't think, either. I mean, I think there's one way within which I, I, I could really, I think, forgive him, and it's not for him to say, I made a mistake uh, uh, but I deserve a second chance, and because uh, I don't think domestic violence is a mistake, I think it's a mindset. And what I think he needs to come out and say is, "What I did was wrong," and he, but but I did it. He needs to come out and basically tell me, tell. I think for me to really get past this and, and get on his side as a person again, I really need him to come out and say, "I did this; it was wrong." Not I made a mistake. No, I I can I can respect that, and I I think that's a fair fair point, and. Uh... Will that happen? I don't expect that to happen. But, Never will. Uh, right. But uh, that would be nice. That would be a good change of pace from a professional athlete, to be honest. To just own it. It would. It would. It, but it won't happen. Right. All right, man. Well, let's move on. Uh, something a little bit more chipper. And uh, it's the All-Star break, man. You know, the Home Run Derby. Tonight's the uh, uh, the Futures game, which I'm excited to watch. It's always, it's always a lot of fun. Uh, so, for me, what are you most excited about first about uh, All-Star week of you know all-star break and and what is your fondest memories of the all-star break all right so my uh what am i excited for yeah a four a, a fat 43 year old taking the mound for an inning in the game god bless him he made it and he deserves every bit of that oh god i love that man I that's know. what that's what i'm excited for bartolo is bartolo Colon is an all-star um i mean 
the game the game lost a lot of intrigue for me on Friday night just because of the fact that Cespedes, who is going to start, is going to miss the game with a strained muscle, and Cindergard isn't going to pitch in it, which I actually never wanted. I did not want him to pitch in this game because he's had like you know he's got this bone spurs in his elbow and now he's got arm fatigue. Like I did not. I, I wanted him to go make the trip, have a have a good time in San Diego, put up a few stupid tweets about like Game of Thrones or something, and then like come back and, and, and focus on pitching the second half. And in reality, that's actually now what I get. There you so, go. There you yeah. go. We'd win there. It's a win-win. I I, I never wanted Syndergaard to pitch this game. Uh, the one thing is, this year's All-Star game, and I, I don't like the fact that it's going this way. It's so many people are dropping out of it. Yeah, uh, it's becoming the Pro Bowl a little bit sometimes, huh? Gives that little yeah. Pro Bowl of a feel. It's unfortunate it because, I mean, ultimately, you know, we're National League guys, Uh we're both teams that are competing for playoff spots, and right now we're the wild card teams, I believe. Uh, and, yeah, uh, we are. And uh, you know, it matters. This is important. Um, so I, it, I it, learned that last year. I would have loved to have had home field the World Series last year. Yeah, exactly. So you know, that's a shame. Uh, but I mean, I understand. You know, like not pitching certain players, and the injuries come up, and it is what it is. You gotta, it's you got you gotta look out for the club, and you gotta look out for that type of situation. So I get it, but it is disappointing, man. I think for me, the thing I'm most excited about is uh, Corey Seager uh, should be starting. He should be starting, I think, ultimately. But uh, the Cubs, you know, they, they are America's team right now. Uh, they're not the lovable losers anymore. And they, uh, uh, yeah, have you seen them in the last week? Well, the okay, last 10 days? F- fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. But you, you know what I mean. They're still stacked baseball team, and that's not going to last. But uh, for me, Corey Seager, uh, I hope he wins the home run derby. I hope he. Uh, plays a significant role in a National League victory. I hope this is the first of many, 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 many for that young man because he's a very special talent. I'm spoiled to get to watch him on a weekly basis. Uh, for a rookie, his poise, his his, his composure. And uh, what surprises me the most is how good and assured he is defensively. So for me, Corey Seager, by all means, is the most exciting part of this uh, this all-star break for me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, he, I think he is on the short list right now for guys who'd be the, the National League's most valuable player just to start with. I mean, he has – his offense has offset the total loss that you've had from Adrian this year. Yeah, that's – and that, that – no one sees that coming. You know, Adrian's been Mr. Consistency, so it's been kind of a tough year. But uh, and, and then Justin Turner's not exactly been producing as we probably would have expected him to or were hoping he would. So uh, it's He's just, been better lately, though. Yeah, he has, yeah. But, I mean, ultimately, we, we, we thought these guys were going to be carrying us. So, really, the reason we're in this race is the youth. I mean, Corey Seager, Jock Peterson has been better when healthy. Uh, you know, uh, Trace Thompson has been a lovely addition to our baseball team, showing some wonderful pop, some nice range in the outfield. Uh, you know, and uh, he's making a real splash. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Crossover jokes. Oh man, you've been uh, you've I'm been waiting on that. that. You've been saving, saving that. that yeah, one. I could tell. I could tell. Yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, uh, for me, Seager is going to be a great. He's going to be great to watch. The thing that's uh, sorry to cut you off there, but the thing that's going to get the thing that's going to get to me is just. And we, maybe we can talk about this. Who's going to pitch for the National League? <sighs> I mean, Arietta maybe? When did he pitch? Yesterday? Arietta pitched yesterday. I mean, the Nationals have gone out and said, like, you, Strasburg's not pitching in this game. Syndergaard, as mentioned, is not going to pitch in this game. Kershaw's not pitching in this game. Bumgarner's pulled out. Like, no, like who's going to pitch for the National League? You, you've, the National League has, like, basically the, the, the packaging of all the elite pitchers in the game, say maybe, like, Chris Sale and this stable of pitchers that the Indians have. And 
none of those guys, none of those guys are going to pitch. I mean, Cueto, Cueto now, I guess, starts the game. Yeah, I mean, Cueto or Arietta? Cueto, Arietta. I mean, Arietta or uh, perhaps Scherzer. I mean, those are your only options, really, right? I mean, you're not going to give it to Lester. Ah, or uh, I mean, Terry Collins could pull the greatest thing ever and give it to Bartolo. What about? God, he deserves it. If, though. if, Bar- if Bartolo, Bartolo Colon deserves it as a lifetime achievement, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, or maybe even Jose Fernandez. I mean, you know, yeah. he's bright. Well, let's talk. I, I want that, that. I want to ask you what your surprise t- uh, team has been, probably in the first half. So, uh, yeah, man, what's been your surprise team? Cleveland didn't think they'd be this good. Knew they'd be good. Didn't think they'd be this good. Yeah, it's the consistency that I think uh, has caught us a little off guard. Did you see that bomb by Mike Napoli this week, dude? What the hell happened there? This guy all of a sudden is like murder on left-handed pitching after not being able to like catch up to a mediocre fastball for a, for years. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's been the story of his career. He has a couple of big years, one big year power numbers there, and then he just tanks for five years, and then you know his contract's up and needs money. He won the Red Sox at World Series. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, him and John Gomes, bro. Yeah, I, I just don't get. I, I just don't get it. But the Indians are really good. Their pitching is amazing. And the thing is, that's really going to spur the team on is the one pitcher who hasn't been pitching well for them is Corey Kluber. They have a former Cy Young Award winner who hasn't been pitching well. Yeah, and uh, like, and it's not like he's. It's not like he's fifty. He's he's still a pretty young guy. Yeah, no, and you'd expect it to turn around at some point. And if that's getting closer down the stretch, and they can keep this consistency up, they're going to be a dangerous team uh, heading into you know the playoffs in the postseason, man, down the stretch here. Absolutely. The other thing I can't envision from their staff is uh, how Josh Tomlin is pitching to the level he is. Uh, that's a guy who should be getting shelled every single time. Like, like fringy right-handers with you know good but not elite control and you know not power stuff. Those guys don't don't typically succeed. Oh, the squeak toy making a cameo. I love that. The squeak toy is making a cameo. The dog is trying to get me to play with her. I'm trying to tell her to stop. For the listener, that's for you, squeak toy. Oh, um... So yeah, dude. I, I mean, for me, my pleasant surprise has to be the Marlins. I think, I think, annoyingly for you, to be quite honest, because they're playing great baseball for their standard. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of, of Don Mattingly as manager, uh, but he's it, it, so it can't be him, and it can't really be Barry Bonds because he's a deplorable human being. I think it has to be just a credit to these young baseball players going out there and doing the business every week, and it's it's I mean every day, and it's nice to see. I mean, uh, you you have players that that. Are really you know turned it on especially that pitching staff man i mean you know fernandez we got uh aj ramos fernando rodney in the back end of that bullpen has been phenomenal nobody really expected anything left in the tank with him they're just a few starters away from being competitive starting pitchers that is like I, first off i mean and, and their infield could be a bit better but that outfield is i mean yelich ozuna and john carlos Stanton is an amazing outfield ozuna has been absolutely unreal um trying to run on marcel ozuna is a bad idea that guy has an arm that's up there with uh you know puig and cespedes uh just you know a power power outfield arm don't run on him he'll throw you he threw two mets out in one game in, a, in a, last year when he wasn't hitting now he's actually hitting too and i mean that team's just got they've got some good weapons with the bats um you know JT Realmuto is also a very, very good offensive catcher. Uh, but yep, they're they're a very solid baseball team. If they could just get more consistency past Fernandez from their starters, they'd be a legitimate threat for the Nats and probably be better than the Mets in the NL East at the moment. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. They're just a couple of pieces away, man. So it'll be interesting what they do here uh, heading towards the deadline. That's for sure. So is Giancarlo Stanton like the best raw power hitter we've seen in a decade? Dude, he fucking murdered DeGrom. Oh, my God. I wasn't going to bring it up, but Jesus, bro. Uh, you know, it's fine because I was there and the Mets won that game. But that first home run that he hit, like, Fuck, there's a changeup up, right? So a changeup up to a right-handed hitter is probably the worst pitch you could throw. Like, leaving a changeup up over the middle of the plate is a batting practice pitch. And he, what he did with that pitch was... Oh, it was disgusting. I mean, that ball was still rising when it hit the Stanton on the second deck. Yeah, no, absolutely, dude. I, I had to see it about 30 times, and I was just jaw on the floor like, what the fuck just happened? It was it was phenomenal power. It's it's a disgusting display of strength by that young man, for sure. So going back to the All-Star game, who do you think were uh, some big snubs? Or the big snubs? Because it's always a talking point. I mean, I think it's really, you know... <sighs> You know, snubs, they come, you know, I don't know, dude. It's tough to say. Uh, I, I think for me, I would have liked to see more diversity in the starting lineup, especially I think the fan vote is just played out. That's my main thing, my main complaint, I think, is the fan vote. Uh, I would have liked to see. If, it, if the game counts, we can't have fans. Yeah, dude, Daniel Murphy, decisions. Daniel Murphy, I think, should probably be starting as well. Murph should be, Murph should be starting because he's, he's one of the best three players in the National League at the moment. Arenado should probably be starting. Uh, absolutely should you know what i mean so i think that's my biggest thing dude snub it doesn't really matter to me i mean i don't have any off the top of my head right now that i could tell you or like oh they should have been here absolutely and they're not and i'm disappointed i think that the selection was pretty 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 okay i mean i'm surprised by some of these names like adam duvall is here jay bruce i don't understand how jay bruce is still a successful baseball player getting into the all-star game but i mean I don't know, dude. Uh, Trevor Story, I think, could have probably been here. Uh, but, you know, he had his opportunity. Ryan Braun, I would never root for him. He had his opportunity. So it's just some players like that, man. But but that that's basically it for me. I mean, I think that it's a pretty decent team that, that should have been out here for both sides, I think. Agreed. And I think that Ned Yost is going to get the better of Terry Collins when it comes to managing the game again anyway. Yes, I'm glad you said again because we've seen that. Yeah. I mean, Terry Collins... Um, not a particularly good manager. No, but he's a likable guy. Yeah, he's a likable guy. But that's not necessarily my criteria for wanting to have confidence in someone. No, I'm man. a likable guy. I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't mean I shouldn't be managing a baseball team. I don't know, man. I saw Little Big League. That kid handled it pretty okay. I think you got it. Yeah, but that was a Twins. That's a small market. Oh, stop it. Fuck that. First off, I'm going to get into this Twin rant right now. Good segue. The fucking Twins are the most disappointing thing for me in baseball this season. I had such high hopes for you, Twinkies, and you guys just let me down. Let me down like the Browns have so often over my lifetime. It's just like, dude, I just you just had to be okay. You just had to be okay, Twins. And you have nothing. Nothing for me. And it's, it's just sad. I'm very disappointed on the Twins, man. Every possible thing that could have gone wrong with that team did. I mean, Sano, Sano went down. Brian Dozier is has finally been exposed as just not that good a baseball player. Trevor Pluff is finally uh, finally dead as far as a career goes, and their starting pitching is uh, calling their starting pitching a dumpster fire is insulting to dumpster fires. No, I I agree. I agree. I agree. 
Uh, but I, I want to ask you something, man. And this is kind of off the top of my head. If you could start your franchise with one of two guys, dude, it's going to be Arenado or Machado. Who do you go with personally? Oof. I'd probably go with Machado. I agree with you, but I'm interested to know why. First off, I think I would use Machado at short, right? So I have a shortstop instead of a third baseman. Up the middle defense is more important to me. Okay. That's really that's where that's where that's basically the crux of where I start. Up the middle defense. Their bats are similar. I think Machado's a better athlete. And I think uh, I agree with you. And it's not like I'm insulting Nolan Arenado's athleticism because Nolan Arenado's a hell of an athlete. Oh, he's phenomenal, but he's a pure third baseman. I agree with you. Yeah. I think Manny Machado is just a fluid athlete. He's a phenomenal shortstop. I think he's gold glove in either position, to be quite honest. And I, 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 I tend to agree with that. I, I 100% spot on there. I mean, you're basically asking me would I want to start a team at, in the early 90s. Would you rather start a team built around – uh, Alex Rodriguez or Chipper Jones? That's that's the question for me. Chipper and Jones. I, pro- I probably would have chosen Alex Rodriguez in the early 90s. Yeah, because you love the juice. Because you love the juice. Uh, God, I love the steroid era. Games took seven hours. <laughs> 300 pitching changes. Over-specialization. And Tony La Russa ruining everything. I still hate Tony La Russa. You should. Uh, you, know what? you know what? Here's the bright side. At least he's built a, a giant turd of a team in Arizona. Well, yeah. Yeah, but it, fuck him still. Yeah. If, if the Diamondbacks are smart, they'll sit there and be like, wait a minute. We should try to see if L.A. will take the Zach Granke contract off our hands. We'd probably do it. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's still pitching well. He's yeah. still good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it's... It, but the rest of that team needs so much. It's trash, should, like, be like. Will you guys give us Urias and another pitcher for Qua- for for uh, Granky if you take on his contract? We're, we made a mistake. No, I agree. They got to try to do something there because uh, that's going to be a problem for a while. I can't see that getting fixed overnight. Sixteen and a half out. <laughs> They're bad, bro. They're bad. All right, man. What do you expect out of this game? Do you expect us to pull it out? And I say us. We don't often say us here, but do you expect us to pull it out here? I expect to see the National League win because I think finally, for once, the talent has the talent is much more in the NL than the AL. The senior circuit seems to be a bit better at the moment. I agree with that. I agree with that, and I'm hoping that you're right because that's going to you know be big and pay dividends for you know possibly the Mets or the Dodgers, and uh, that's really all that matters. The Cubs, I'm sure, want it, and with that starting lineup, they better go out there and get it. I'll tell you what. Yeah, but I think that there's something that we've been loath to say thus far on this podcast, and I think we might have to start getting behind the realization of it. Even your Giants. Fuck the Giants. But yes, even the Giants. Even the Giants. It's an even year, and it's the Giants. I, 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 we know, we, we, I think we know how this might end. It's going to end terribly. Uh, I, I mean, I've already set myself up, and like, you know, I, as. Yeah, as a Met fan, and the Mets are a team that constantly, because of the media circus around them, draws so much drama. I've already set myself up for the fact that ten different times with we're going to lose, we're going to win, we're going to lose, we're going to win. Right now, where I'm on a we're going to lose tilt, but like we're two wins away from me being like fully back on board. 
<laughs> I know, and that's how it is, man. I'm like, so fickle. Fuck, I know, dude. It's hard. It's hard to, to watch, uh, you know, the inconsistencies in your team, especially when you know the potential that we have. You know what I mean? As a ball club, when you get to watch them night in and night out, it, 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 it's tough, man. And uh, but but I mean, I think ultimately. You know the central is a little bit weaker this year, and that's benefiting both of us. Luckily, this significantly, season. yeah, yeah. Because last year we would have had no shot at either wild card. Exactly, exactly. And right now we're in the driver's seat. So hopefully, uh, if we can't make up ground, that can continue, and that should be that would be fun. Yeah, I just would prefer not to get early late season because I don't like wild card play. I don't like the concept of one game of a one game playoff because it scares me. You're just old. That's why. Uh, yeah, I know. I just, just don't like one you game just playoffs. don't like new things. You're afraid of trying new things. That's all. Just enjoy it, Justin. The DH is coming, bro. No, it's not. Yeah, I hope that dies. We, we've seen enough right now. First, l- l- before before we end this one. Yes, let's talk about the pitchers hitting. Tell me the pitchers hitting. How I mean, you, you seeing you know we saw Bartolo Colon homer in person. Seeing Madison Bumgarner hit as well as he has. Seeing Syndergaard hit as well as he has. I don't know if the Dodgers have it. Oh, Kenta Maeda has hit as has homer this year. It's so much more fun to see pitchers homer and have to hit and try to work through their bats. Thursday night, Dusty Baker left Oliver Perez in a game where he was a relief pitcher to get through two turns in the lineup. One of the times he hit and didn't return to actually pitch. If, I mean, you want to see pitchers hit. It's fun. Sometimes when they get hits, it's awesome. And when they hit home runs and they're Bartolo Colon and you're there for their first and only ever Major League home run in the building, that's awesome. Uh, You know, they are playing in the All-Star game down there, so maybe, just maybe, TC uses him as a pinch hitter instead of as a pitcher. Let's hope he does that. And no, dude. If they do, if you're a left field duck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. But completely agree. I mean, the pitchers are smashing now, and the, we we see the athleticism. We see these guys, you know, putting in the effort and taking pride in their hitting. It's not just you know the occasional Tom Glavin or Greg Maddox who can be you know useful with the with, with, with the bat. Now we're seeing you know almost every team has a has a quality hitting pitcher. You know what I mean? And, and it's becoming a commodity, and it's becoming nice to see, you know, these guys take pride in, in hitting. The Grinkies, Kershaw's, G- Bumgarners, like you said, all of the Mets seem to enjoy hitting. Uh, and and, and, and it, it seems to be, you know, good for the game. And it, it seems to be something that uh, we had long given up hope on. And it's back. So that's nice. So, a qu- you know, a last quick question. Second half of the season starts next Friday. What is the one thing you want to see most in the second half of the season? I think for me, uh, I just want to see, you know, uh, some consistency in the Dodger pitching rotation. That's all I really want for my end on in the Dodgers uh, perspective. Uh, as far as baseball is concerned, I'm just looking forward to, uh, you know, heated wild card races. Those are always fun. L- hopefully we get there. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to battling with the Giants. That's always fun. I'm looking forward to, you know, all of the, the, the races dude, down the stretch. You know, you guys in the Nationals is going to be tighter and it's going to be, you know, pressure packed and, and, and it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, and, and, and that's always what this time of year, the all-star break, you know, you get ready for that, for the real chase, for the real, uh, the grind and, 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 and the real nervy months. And, and it's, it's a lot of fun. The games seem to matter a little bit more, uh, going forward. Yeah, they do. Even though a game in April matters just as much as a game in September, they do seem to matter more going forward. 
the, the two things I just want to see are, for one, the Mets actually stay healthy for more than a week. And then, two, I want to see Daniel Murphy sit on a porcupine. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know if you're going to see the latter. Uh, oh, before we go, Matt Harvey, shutting it down. I mean, at the bright side, at least they have answers for him, and it wasn't that, like, he he's lost it. It's the fact that he actually couldn't grip a baseball. Like, it's, uh, I feel better knowing that there's a medical answer for why he was so mediocre instead of he just flamed out. Like, he was, he was hurt, and he was hurt with something that's difficult to diagnose. I feel bad for him. It certainly weakens the Mets. It certainly makes me hope that when he comes back in 2017, you know, the whole thing I, you know, my, my thing with sports that like seeing my teams try to win, you know, for a while makes me hope that when, you know, when he comes back out in 2017, regardless of what happens this year, we'll be ready to, you know, go out and try to win a world series in 2017, you know, regardless of what happens this year. Right. Um, makes me happy. It makes me happy to know that he'll probably be okay for that. And how, assuming that we, assuming he's not traded in the offseason. Yeah, and I'm sure it's less uh, strain on his mind, too, knowing that there's actually a medical reason and he doesn't just suck. <laughs> I'm sure that's, uh, you know, a load off his shoulders as well. How, and uh, my last question, how far away is Wheeler, do you know? Uh, no, nobody knows. Yeah, it it, it's an it might not be this year. It yeah. might not be this year. That's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah, I mean, they said his elbow's okay, but he's, only, he's still not thrown off a mound, so... So he's, yeah, he's, he's Derek Rose. He's Derek Rose. But on the bright side, that's where, you know, the Mets signed Bartolo Colon to pitch, you know, half the season as a starter and be okay pitching into the pen. Uh, he made the all-star team. So that one worked out. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, did. also, we just have to pay respects to the fact that next year will be Bartolo Colon's last year as a major league pitcher. I don't know where he has that year. Obviously, I hope it's here. But wherever it is, I hope Bartolo Colon gets, like, the single greatest – tour like you know like those retirement tours that anybody's ever deserved better, better than, than Bobby, better than Jeter I want to see him better than Rivera I want to see Cologne treated like the national treasure he is in every major league city you heard him America let's do it let's make yeah, sure yeah and you one city in Canada yes you we're talking to you Toronto make sure you're fucking on top of your game when he comes to town yeah so I, I think that's it for us this week Armando Got any announcements? No, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Actually, yeah, I do. We are uh, together on uh, the Anfield rant. Justin did me the honor of coming on and gracing us with his appearance there. And uh, we discuss, you know, Klopp, uh, his extension. We discuss a little bit of Moneyball. We discuss a little bit of uh, selling of the seats and that type of situation. So if you're into Fume, that's all you. And we'll be on there uh, later. It'll probably out at the same time, to be quite honest. So please check that out as well. Hopefully you had Funny, fun. We actually use the word Moneyball on that podcast more than we ever have on this one. Yeah, because it's not real. It's not a real term. Yeah. All right, then, dude. I'll talk to you <laughs> next week, buddy. Enjoy the All-Star game. Thanks. You too, Armando. Right, Bye.
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.